Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. I'm excited to have you here. We'll be here for as long as it takes, and I have a great show planned for you today. PlayUp Sportsbook presents the Phil Nason Show. Head on over to playup.com, sign up for Play an account, up! and find out why PlayUp is always your best Play bet. Up! Scotty Fiedler's in the background, and he's on the line. What's happening, Feeds? What's up, Philip? Not much, man. You recover from our Vegas trip? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm uh, second time the NHC since I started trying to qualify. Uh, finished a little better than last time, and uh, hopefully, I get uh, take David Harrison's cue and third year's a charm because uh, the guy that won it this year, according to him, uh, didn't get over twenty dollars in his first two years. Um, so I've done a little better than that, and he, you know, a little racing luck uh, is all it takes. And and I think, uh, you know, like I told you there, it's just getting used to the thing and playing, you know, the way you know how to play. Well, that was that was quite an amazing event. The NAC folks put it on, and it was fantastic, top shelf. The food was great. They were very helpful. You know, I learned a lot. I met a couple nice folks that maybe we can uh, do things with. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it was a fascinating event. Now I want to try to qualify. <laughs> <laughs> and the good, good news is, is, you know, like I said, with the NHC, you qualify. They basically paid for everything. And I uh, had a little luck at the blackjack table. So it was a successful Vegas trip, as they say, you know. Well, you know what, though? You... I think if you would if your Sunday results were on Saturday, you would have had a much more profitable. Event. Oh, you know, again, I, I think Friday's the day you got to get out of the gate, and that's what's been my downfall both times there. Uh, you know, I think Saturday I was a little under twenty dollars. I mean, Friday I was a little under twenty dollars. Saturday I actually had a pretty good day. Uh, you know, I finished somewhere with fifty something dollars. So. Saturday was decent. I mean, you know, now that I've been there twice and figuring out the cuts and stuff, you know, you have to make seventy to eighty dollars a day is really what you got to shoot for, and uh, you know, you play the long shots when they're there. You know, I think sometimes what happens is uh, one, it's racing luck. You know, uh, if you remember early on on Friday, uh, first race at Santa Anita, I was between two horses. Uh, by the same trainer, Daniel Dunham, and uh, both were the one was eleven to one, the four was thirty to one. I did like the four more, so I played the four. The four ran third, and the one won. And you know, had I had I qual- dual qualified, I would have had the winner in that race. I would have played both horses, you know. And then that and then that sets you up. 
for a good score, you know, because that's a, a $40 horse. So you're halfway to where you need to be. Right, exactly. You know? and, and, that's the ra- and that's the racing luck, you know, that's involved in this. There's, there's a little bit of that, you know. Uh, there's definitely the handicapping part, but then there's, like I said, it's the racing luck. I mean, that race, you know, if I have the right horse or the four somehow finishes first at 30 to 1, that's a max horse. Next thing you know, I'm at, uh, you know, $75 for the first day, and I'm in, in a really good spot, you know. So. Absolutely. But, you know, the thing is, too, and, and I tried to share it with the table to encourage you all, because you know me, I, I'm an encouraging type coach. Sure, sure. I say, here's the deal. You know what? I know it's disappointing, but there were some damn good handicappers in that event. You got a couple of Hall of Famers. You got people who've been doing this like longer than you and I've been alive. Yeah. Oh no. It's a, it's it's an, like I said. You win those. You know. You you know you're the best in the world. It's the same thing. You know. Like I told you when I won the spot surf, uh, the big online one in 2020. You know the same names were in that tournament. So. You know, when it's big money, it's all the same guys. So, you know, you're beating the best in the world when you win those. I mean, and then, you know, my backup to that was I finished 24th in year two, you know, the 2021. So I was right there. I had a shot in 2021 to to win it again. You know, uh, again, a little bit, one more horse, one way or the other. Well, I signed up for horsetourneys.com. Yep. And, and, and I'm gonna, you know, they, that's a great thing. If you like to do the horses, I think the best way to do it is the way Scotty does it: play the tournaments. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing. Listen, I, I, I you know, and and don't get me wrong, we all do a little gambling. There's no question about right, it. Of course, you yeah, know, sure. It is that. I mean, uh, you know, the tournaments are great. I think, but um, I, I mean, yesterday I was playing a little bit, and it was funny, you know, just to give you the Aqueduct story yesterday. You know, it was a sloppy track. The fog rolled in late, right? And uh, I felt bad for some horse player because he navigated an amazing pick six. He was live, and I don't know if it's the same guy, but someone was alive to both of the favorites for a hundred and forty thousand dollar pick six. Mm-hmm. And you know, to have navigated that far, it's a dollar at, at Aqueduct, so it's not the twenty centers where you you know, throwing alls in there and all that. You really have to do some good handicapping. Right. Which is why I used to love the $2 pick sixes because you really had to handicap those. You know, right, right. they get expensive when you put horses in. But um, so with eight minutes to post, they cancel Aqueduct's race, the last race. And rightfully so, you know, it was it was a bad, the fog was bad. It was getting ugly out there. Right. and uh what not? Well, so what happens is they give you anyone that was alive uh, hits the pick six now. So, you know, if you were alive, it, it becomes an all. Um, now, at the end of the day, I went back to look and see what it paid because I figured he was really going to get screwed. It wasn't as bad as I thought. It was a $54,000 payday. Right. Which is a nice score in itself, right, but of course. if you were alive to the, if you were the one, if you, if it was the same guy that was alive to both favorites for one hundred thirty nine thousand, I don't know if I would have been that happy. So well, that's a know. big drop there. That's a yeah, big... it's a nice drop, but it, you know, it's interesting. It, it, it's it's just I had that happen to me one time. I was a years ago. I had a pick four up at Woodbine. I was actually live to an all, which meant I had every single horse in the last race. 
or I, I'm trying to remember how it worked. Though I was live. I, I'll take. They canceled it after the second race, so mm -hmm. I hit the first two, and then I was alive to an all all. So I believe I singled the the first two races and then all the last two. And after the second race, they canceled. And of course, you know, you get it all all. So you know, I collected about a thousand dollars, but you know, it should have been a lot more. So it, it, it's happened. You know, I've seen it happen to me. It's, it's just interesting. And Phil, the reason I'm only going to have one race today is because uh, I, I was doing aqueduct last night. And you know what the weather is here. I'm, I'm just not confident that they're going to be running uh, uh, today. That the I mean, I closed. think they're going to I think they're going to start the day. I think uh, they got a shot. If it turns to freezing rain, you know, that 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 card's going to get canceled and 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 listen to horse tourney's credit i saw it on you know i went on this morning just to look at the feature today and uh you know they put it tampa and Gulfstream are the two tracks they're going to because of uh you know probably the weather at aqueduct that makes so. sense you know um also the, the most dangerous thing in the world is you and i sitting at a table on a sunday before the nfl games Ooh, let me tell you <laughs> I, I i i tell you what though the NFL games, you know, other than the damn Rams screwing it up, we uh, I, I laid out that first game for you. I had been on the Bengals from day one, and uh, I, I took I had Kansas City in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, I told you. And were, I had Cincinnati for the game, you know. So it was uh, it was. I know you were rooting against me because you were the other way uh, in that. I game. didn't root against the first quarter pick. No, I that know, of I course was you did. You were hoping one. you were hoping they were up twenty-one nothing in the first quarter. Oh, uh, you know what? I was done with that game. The last play of that first half, forget them. Right. Well, that was trouble. That and was and, and then, like I said to you, I said it was one of those, um, you know, the emotional game the week before. Eventually, those teams have a lag, and and the second half was the lag for Kansas Oof. City. The emotion finally hit them, and and you know. To, to Cincinnati's credit, and the, the defense played outrageous, and uh, you know Joe Burrow's cool as a cucumber, you know, and 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 to everybody that the week before was saying that the overtime is not fair, well, you know, <laughs> Pat Mahomes threw an interception to start overtime this time, so you know, I mean, like I said to you, I think I told you off air, and I'll say it on air. The the thing I did not like about the I don't like about the overtime in the NFL is I believe they should give everybody a chance to regroup. Is is So, it, you know, in, in hockey, if they go to overtime, um, you get, you know, they get the break in between periods like they normally would. Right, to resurface and, and, the and, ice. Yeah, yes. and, and I don't, and I think football makes that mistake. I don't think the rules are bad in overtime. I think the mistake they make is, you need to give them a 10 minute, you know, in the locker room or 15 minutes to just or, ten, or even on the sideline. Doesn't have to be in a locker room, but to regroup like the game before you knew whoever won a coin toss in the Buffalo, Kansas City. Both of those defenses were gassed, you know, and listen, you give them a 10 minute break or whatever. Maybe it's different. Maybe Kansas City still goes down the field and scores. But, you know, with the way they were exhausted, you had no chance. The defenses. Yeah, and, they were cast. And and this week, you know, there wasn't there wasn't the scoring in the second half. The defenses were pretty fresh, and you saw right out of the gate what they did. You know, Cincinnati picks Mahomes, and and you know it, it's a different outcome. So I mean, to me, I think that's the only difference in the 
in these overtime. I don't think there's anything wrong with the overtime rules. I mean, every time a game gets like that, the whole world wants to change the rules. And, you know, I mean, if you play the college rules, those games could go on forever. And they would, too. Yeah, I mean, they could possibly go on forever. So I think the rules are fine. I I think the, the only thing I would do to change the rules, Phil, was I would give them a regroup period. You know, let's it gives your defenses a chance to adjust a little bit to what's going on. It would give an offense a chance to adjust. You know, you make your changes like you would a halftime. You know, whatever you have to do to make your halftime adjustments, as they call, would be, I guess, your overtime adjustments. And then and then I think you're fine. You know, and then I think the rules are fine. Listen, if if a team goes down and scores a touchdown, well, shame on you that, you, you, you know, that you lose. You know what I mean? I mean that's what happens. I remember. You know? I remember the. I think it was the Bears playing the Lions. I was about eight years old, and Eddie Payton returned ninety nine yards for a kick. The kickoff ninety nine yards for a touchdown and a sudden death, mm-hmm. and crushed us. Yeah, and, well, I remember. Do you remember the? Uh, I, I was it. Uh, I forgot who it was. Was it Trent Dilfer? I'm not. I, I don't remember. In Green Bay, they won the coin toss. He said, "We'll take the ball. We're going to score a touchdown." And the first play of overtime was a pick six for Green Bay. Right. So I, I think it was Trent Dilfer. I don't remember exactly who it was up there, but uh, oh no, Matt Hasselback. Matt Hasselback. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Tim had one of the Hasselback brothers. They were playing for Seattle, I think, at the time, and he t- wins the coin. He says, "We'll take the ball and we're going to score." And the first play of overtime was a pick six. Green Bay wins. So, you know, things happen. You know, it's it's amazing how it works. I mean, listen, it was great. I, I'm going to go back, though. It was just great spending time with you in Vegas. I mean, it's, you know, yes, we, we live close to each other. We still don't see each other enough. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, the last time I saw you before that, you came to see my son play football. You yeah, know? my and, daughter. I and, watched them both. Right, my son and daughter, exactly. They both played. But, you know, we didn't even spend time afterwards. You had to go back. For something, I think Kim had something. That had no, I had, I had tennis. Was you? I had tennis. Uh, okay, somebody had. One of you had something, so we didn't even get to, you know, hang out at grab all. lunch or even whatever. Or whatever, and, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, Vegas was nice. We got to hang out. We had uh, two good, two good dinners. I'll say that much. Thanks, Brian Siegel. Yep. Good I, job. I, and 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 you know, the great story of that was my buddy Steve Shu uh, <laughs> hopping on a plane at the eleventh hour and just showing up. You know. Uh, how funny was that when I was telling you the story? You know, he calls me Friday morning and, you know, what's going on? How you doing out there? Did you start yet? And, you know, and nothing, nothing. And he goes, uh, you know, most importantly, what are you doing for dinner tonight? And I said, you know, why? who cares about it? What's, what's that mean? And he's like, well, I'm down the block. And I thought he was pulling my leg. And sure enough, there he, he was, was down the block. You know, there he was. And, yeah, I missed uh, out Friday night because I. I got in late. Yeah, you missed out on a good steak Friday night. Brian Siegel takes us to the steakhouse in Old Vegas. I uh, forget the name. It's it's. I go with him every year. We go there. It's it's really good. And I'll be honest with you, the dinner the next night was surprisingly outrageous. It's surprisingly outrageous. I, I, yeah. I was very impressed with that dinner. I was thinking at first. Uh, when they had what? What did they have? That vegan menu on the back. I said, oh well, yeah, I, what, I saw that, and I was like, kind "What of place is Siegel taking us to here?" And sure enough, it was it was really good. You know, it was not a total vegan. They had some options, but uh, yeah. it was good stuff. And good you stuff. know, good stuff. Uh, and then listen, to, just get back to the NHC. 
I, I don't know if he listens to our show, but you and I were talking to him at the end. A.J. Benton, really good guy, very mm-hmm. good horse handicapper. If you remember, we were talking to the two guys. A.J. Benton, the other guy was Jorge Aedo Cruz, who has been hot for a year. <laughs> you know, right. I see his name. He drives me nuts. You know, He won the horse tourneys, um, the whole tournament that they have. They have a whole year uh basically circuit that they do and right jorge won the circuit last year and uh i know he had a decent nhc i don't think he i think he just missed the cut for the semifinals but aj to give you the story and what phil and i were talking to aj about aj was uh in second place going into the last race and uh to be honest i think he made a hell of a move with the horse he picked uh tried to win the whole thing Right. Uh, you know, he was the only one on that horse. The horse ran fourth. Um, I know he was a little, uh, I, I don't know if it was depressed or uptight or or a little, you know, why did I do that? Because he wound up losing second place on the place horse, which, like I said, you know, again, it's it's 200000 to 150000 So it's, it's big money. But like I said to AJ, I go, listen, you know, you're not going to be in that spot very often. You know, even the best handicappers, you'll be in the spot. You'll be in the spot several times in your handicapping career. But, you know, we play to win these tournaments. I mean, it's always the way I have played. You know, I'd rather I'd rather finish first or or last. You know, I mean, uh, you don't get anything. You know, you finish 20. If you have a good tournament, you still get a handshake. You know, uh, and I'm not talking the NHC. I'm talking about the online ones. You know, you finish. You know, you finish 65th in the in the NHC, which you just missed the cut and you made $180, let's say, you know, mythical money. You still get a handshake, you know. So, um, listen, don't get me wrong. I want to be in the semifinals there. It's a big difference. Right. But uh, I thought, AJ, you know, I don't know if you ever listened to our podcast, but I thought you made a hell of a move. You know, uh, that was the right play. And at, and the way I look at it is, you still won one hundred fifty thousand dollars. It wasn't like you lost fifty thousand. You know? Right, you right. But that you didn't was, have the two hundred in your pocket. So that you, was you know. so close, man. Yeah. And, and the best part was, is they put the all ten contestants, the final ten, up in the middle of the room and let us watch them watch the races. And that was great stuff, man. I tell right, you. now good stuff. And like I said, it, it was you know. The, I thought AJ made a great move. I mean, it was a move that, uh, you know, when I won the sponsor, uh, the guy behind me, Bill Alberg, I still said made a great move. I was trying to figure out what horse he would play. I was trying to be in a little bit of protection mode because he was really the only one that had a shot at me, you know. And, and uh, David Harrison, who won, you know, there were four people that did have a shot at him. So, you know, it's a tough play at the last race, you know, and as what happened with me is the favorite one and you're loving life when the favorite's on a lead and you're in front. Right. You're just hoping the favorite comes in because you know you can't get beat. Right. And, you know, it was the same the same boat and there's not, you know, nothing nothing better than that. It, you know, it was exciting. There's some good stuff. And like I said, listen, hopefully next year, uh, Phil, I'll be one of the 10 standing in the middle of the room and you'll be with me laugh I will be laughing it up. Well, I'm going to qualify know. this year, so... Uh, well, you could qualify, but, uh, you know, you ain't going to be one of the final 10 right away. Come on. You never know. Yeah. If I get uh, a little that, luck... That, that's true. But, but, the way but here's you... the deal. I I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and I we met some, some really cool people. We mm-hmm. had a great time at our table. 
And yeah, my uh, my good buddy Rod Tockett every year who who we play I played with two years in a row. He's qualified, I think, six in a row. He's a good man. Uh, Anthony Spinoza, who I met this year, he was a first time qualifier. Was a really good guy. Michigan fan so, too. I really enjoyed talking to yeah, him. Yeah, he was a good guy. And then Greg Gass was a really nice guy at the other table. We didn't talk to him much during the tournament, but after. At the end, when the fo- football games were going on, we got to know him. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. and a couple so, other guys stopped by too. So yeah, yeah. it was really nice time. I thought it was well run, well put together. They were very kind to me. Well, and, so uh, I told you what's interesting to me is you know you see these names every week, and and what's nice about that is you actually put a face to the name, right? You know, because because yeah. it's the same. You know, listen, it's a lot of the same guys every sure. week in this. It's the same as you know these poker tournaments. Listen, you're not winning them all, but the same guys are up there, you know, and, and in horse handicapping, you have your bad month where you probably don't, you know, you're not up there. And then the next month you're in the top 10, you know, four or five different times. So, and it's a lot of the same names. You know? A lot of the same names. But again, it was a lot of fun. Yep. And you know what? Let's you pick a try, horse. Let's pick a let's horse. Let's pick a horse. Yeah, now, no, we're going to be at Gulfstream today because I'm looking out the window right now. Yeah. <laughs> And, 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 I think Aguilar's going to start. I don't know if they're going to finish. I'm not. I tell you what. And they may not even start. I, I mean, depending I'm not on so how, sure. we still got a, what about two about two hours before the first. At, uh, you know, from when we're taping a show here. From yeah, the first one o'clock p.m. And, uh, and they start. Yeah, and uh, I think They'll they start a little early. Now. I think they start twelve thirty uh, over there today. But regardless, I, I got a good race for you. I think at Aguilar uh, Gulfstream. I'm sorry and. Uh, I'm giving away one of the tournament uh, selections today. Uh, it is a long shot going in, so you know, don't go crazy on it. But you can make some money. It's eight to one morning line, right? So I think it could go up. Uh, so we're going to go to the fifth at Gulfstream. It's a mile on a turf, claiming thirty-five non-winners of two lifetime. Okay, I'm going to the three-horse Ricochet. Not ricochet. Ricochet, ricochet, whatever the heck it is. It, it is it, what it is. It, it's it spelled is what the same. It is. I, I like uh, Kelsey Danner as a trainer. Uh, came back his first race on, was washed off the turf, had the lead for a while. I'm tired. Uh, not atypical of a first race. Come back. Um, I think if uh, he could stay on the lead and do what he did in the last race and be on on the front end, uh, he could really. Uh, Look out. You know, this horse could do some damage in this race. And then I'm going to try to play some long exactors here. Okay. All right. So I'm going to play him. So we're going to play the eight with the, uh, where is it? We're going to put two close. We're going to put two closers in with eight with the 10. Eight, 10. And I'm, you know what? I'm going to throw another long shot. in. we're going to go two, three, 10. Two, three, ten. The eight, not, no not eight. No, the eight was in there. Uh, was, was is scratched. Okay, so, so the ten two, is tackled. It's two, three, ten. Three, ten. Perfect. Two, three, ten. Uh, Toretto morning line fifteen to one. I think has a shot to be on a lead. Has is dropping a little bit as well. I think Ricochet. Hopefully, I read this right. Does go to the lead and sits a good trip. Uh, and then you know the ten horse will be coming. From the clouds uh, could possibly close and actually beat them all. But um, what, what I like to, and, and here's a little tip for you guys at Gulfstream, 
Um, you know, if you do your own handicapping a little bit, as the meet gets later, especially in the winter meet, which is the winter championship meet at Gulfstream, uh, they beat up that turf track a little bit, and right. speed seems to hold. As that track gets beat up, speed seems to hold a lot better uh, moving forward. So, you know, this is one of the tournament races today and a feature on horse tourney. So uh, if you're playing that, don't be stealing my pick, guys. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll I'm not touching it until later. I have another show to do today. I, I, I'm only teasing. No, still. I would do it anyway, but uh, at the end of the day, just don't bet a thousand on it, Phil, so you knock my odds down. All right. I know uh, you, I'm leaving that. I know big. how you I know how you play, my man. Well, you know what? The funny thing is, is I accidentally did that once. And mm -hmm. uh but that one turned out pretty good. Oh, uh, there you go. You know what it, it, you know what it is, is I grab my phone and you know how much I love those things. Mm -hmm. And uh anyway, long story short, I didn't have my glasses on. You called me up and said I got a big one. And I said, Okay, and I I mean I was in, it was right when the pandemic started, if you remember. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, okay. I couldn't find my glasses for some reason. So I decided to just do it without it. Yeah, that was a 30 to 1 that dead heated for first, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good one. It I was a lot really, more. There wasn't was a more than heat, that, but... I think. It was more like 34 to 1. But it was 34 to 1, whatever it was. I was I, but I was crapping a brick. I'm thinking, <laughs> I just, I said, what did I just do? What am I thinking over here? No, I said, what did I just do? I was going to call the customer service and say, oopsie. You yeah. know, hey, look, hit him with a sob story, whatever. And then, so so I turned on the TV, and, and they had the TVG races on there. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching this damn horse. And, and, and I got the phone in my hand because I'm still thinking of calling customer service, right? <laughs> and he wins. And I said, ah. Yep. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful thing when that happens. Rick Pitino, beautiful. man. They offer, yeah, they're some, offering him a some. lifetime contract at Iona. What? Where were we when this came out? Did he really? They're going to offer him a lifetime contract at Iona. Oh my God, he's, they're out of their mind, these people. I mean, how much more does he? How many more years does he not, realistically? Not, not much, and maybe that's why they're doing it. But you know, Rick tends to implode also on himself at times. <laughs> so, sure. uh, you know, uh, uh, that's a wonderful thing for Iona, but. I, I don't know. I, 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 I think that's ridiculous, but it is what it is. And, it is uh, what it is, but you and, know what? And, and listen, he's done a great job there. You knew he would. That's just of course. The way it, it, you know, it, it's literally the way it is. Um, uh, but, again, I, it's just one of those, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, a guy that's had a, you know, has a, uh, a history, I guess, so to speak, you know, of... Uh, Bailing on his job. Uh, well, bailing on his job, doing stupid things off the court. Yeah, uh, he didn't. You know, he didn't I make mean, any friends he, in Greece he, either, by the way. Didn't make any friends in Louisville I'll or anywhere that. else for that matter. Uh, honestly, he was, uh, whatever. Uh, I shouldn't say it on the air, but uh, doing his secretary at Louisville, uh, you know, amongst and, many other amongst well, amongst many other real violations. But you know, listen, that's. That's a to real me, violation. Well, to, to your wife it is, yes. Not to the NCAA. <laughs> they don't really care. You know, Hook a brother up. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but it's, it's uh, you know, it, I, I don't know. I mean, he's he's a damn good basketball coach. And, oh, yeah, no doubt. You know, Iona's also been known for, you know, that they're a pretty good mid-major, but they've had some, you know, shady times there. Jimmy Valvano won a lot of games there. Uh you know, the big joke was they were giving a bag of money to Jeff Ruland every week, who was a great 
a great basketball player. Yep. Uh, Tommy Abadamaco was the assistant. They used to call him the bag man. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he'd run a, a paper bag out to Ruland's family out in Suffolk County, uh, where, back around where we are. Right. Uh, every week. And, uh, you know, uh, but got to pay those bills, baby. Yeah, that that property pay. taxes are expensive out there. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. there are 12 point. I own it as a 12 point favorite tonight. It, it opened at 11 and a half. And now obviously it's been bet up to 12. The total is a hundred and forty-six and a half, and, and that's at and, and no, I'm not that's saying, wrong now at, too. It just moved Canisius again to one hundred and forty-seven, and that the game is at Canisius, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. It sure is, and eighty-five percent of the money is on uh, Iona, and obviously the other fifteen percent is on Canisius. And what do you think about this game? Because I got a pretty good idea where I'm headed with this one. Uh, I don't love this game. No, I didn't think that you would, but there wasn't a whole lot available today. Yeah, well, you know, you, you know the way I feel. I would rather take a, a dog. Right. It's a it's a home dog, but you know, this is one of them crazy games. Now it's a conference game, so you know there are there are some other factors involved. You know, right. In conference games always, you know, they usually seem to to know each other a little better. Um, I don't believe they've played each other yet, so that's no. A, but you know, I have a number for you already. Okay. Uh, Iona, in their last five meetings with Canisius, is four zero and one against the spread. Mm-hmm. Now Iona, as you know, is on a seven-game winning streak. Yes, you know? they are. Not a twenty-one-game winning streak, but a seven. Oh, seven's a pretty good one. Yes, it is. You know. Um, uh, I mean, and I think Canisius has lost three in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but they're four, five, and one against the spread over their last ten. They are six and three at home, you know. Yes, they are. But they're four, uh, five, and zero against yeah, the spread. Iona's ten and zero against conference opponents. Yep, they crush everybody. Big, you know, which is a big thing. Uh, but they don't cover, ten, man. Well, that's that's why I said this line is a little not not that it's I I, I don't think there's anything wrong with the line. I think it's actually. A pretty good line. This is a this is one of those tough, you know, a tough play. <laughs> it's a yeah, tough well, play. Of course, as, as I look at, it, I, I see it more as a tough. You know, it's just a tough play uh, uh, in this game. Um, you know, Canisius is lost, but their games have not. They haven't got blown out by anybody. Not you know? really. No. I mean, a lo- the, the biggest. Uh, I mean, early in the year they did, uh, but. You know, their bigger losses uh, in conference was to Niagara by 10 mm-hmm. at Niagara. Uh, Mammoth beat them by 14 early. Mammoth is a tough team because they play a matchup zone against you. They were in our conference when I was coaching. They're always a, a, a tough team to uh, contend with, right? so to speak. So, so it's uh, you know, that was a tough. But they covered tough... against Mammoth. Did they? Yeah, it was an 11.5 point spread. Gotcha. It was one of two games. They covered two in a row on the 23rd and the 28th. The last two games they didn't cover are three-and-a-half point, three point dogs and one-and-a-half point dogs. Ryder took them out by eight there in Siena. I think it's Siena. Mm-hmm. They, Siena. Won, they lost by eight. All right. Well, I, I mean, I'm going to pass on the game. I just think it's too tough. I think if... You know, gun to my head, uh, I'm taking uh, Iona. I think they're, uh, you know, they're the better team here. Again, it's just that it's 12 points. and, and That's I just a lot of points. I 12 understand. points on the road. You know, uh, who knows what the weather's going to be in Buffalo. 
uh, you know, that sometimes plays a, a mitigating factor. I think they're into- already there, though. Yeah, they're there, but it's still a, you know, listen, yeah. I don't care. You're still in a hotel. It's a, right. You know, it's a crappy day. You get to the gym, you know, you, it, it's just uh, sometimes it's just one of those dismal. And, and you know, th- there may not be a crowd and, you know, who knows? You know, well, like you play a game because, you know, you're going to beat them. You know, that sometimes becomes the, yeah. the, the, the story in that one. You know, I don't think Patino's going to let that happen. He he typically doesn't, but like I said, it, it's you know, it could. I don't trust this Canisius team. They I don't either. So and listen, you year. you you know where you're going. So I'm going. Let Iona. everyone let everyone know, baby. Iona, I'm going to spot the twelve. I want to yeah. play the total, but I'm kind of afraid because most of Iona games end up over the total, but most of Canisius games end up under the total. So I think I'm just going to leave that one alone. And for the sake of the show, uh, I'm taking Iona minus twelve, but I was going to do that without the show. There you go. No, I just I know that that's a big spread, and I'm sure the old man is probably looking down, going, "What the? F- <laughs> yeah. Ready to smack me upside the head for this?" But I'm going to play Iona minus twelve tonight. Now the next game. Now this should be real good. This is a Mid American Conference game. And it's between the Toledo Rockets and the Ball State Cardinals. Toledo is a seven and a half point road favorite, and the total is a hundred and fifty five and a half. And this one's at nine p.m. And I'm going to have one eye open because I'm going to be watching my results. I'm going to be planning my uh, my horse tourney debut tonight. Oh, give me all that? the all the gray horses, baby. Play on Saturday, huh? Yeah, sure. I, I figured I'd start on Saturday because mm-hmm. there's not very many good games at noon, and there's a couple tournaments starting at noon. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna jump in so with you're both di- feet. Dipping your toe in there, you're not going for the feet. No, no, know. that's the beautiful thing about horse tourneys, by the way. Yes, you could play. You could learn. You, you know, it's funny. You could learn easily. I, I don't know. I, I jumped right into these tournaments when I found. Yeah, but them. there's I a went, there's a vast I, difference between I went me right and you the, and horses. I, yes, I mean I went right to the features. I won a bunch of them, you know, so it, it was very different, I guess. I, I didn't dip my foot in the way a lot of people do. I mean, I have a buddy who I think is very sharp. We played pick fives and sixes together. Uh, shout out to my boy Brian Sachs in Philadelphia. Um, he uh, He's dipped his foot in a little bit. You know, he tried to qualify for the NHC this year. That's how hard it is. A guy like him, who I think is a very sharp guy, you know, uh, didn't qualify. He was close. Right. Um, he, uh, but he dipped in, you know, he plays the little tournaments and, uh, he makes, you know, he'll play it for $20, make 500, you know, things. Right. Like that. You know, you can play there f- from free all yes. the way up to whatever. And I suggest if yep. you like the horses and the ponies, you just try it for free or put a couple bucks, like a $5 entry in or something. Yep. You don't have exactly. to go wild and just have some fun with it. And you don't have to win every race either. You just have to accrue enough points or enough Monopoly dollars. Now, are these games uh, today, Ball State, uh, Toledo, yes, going on? Yeah, they are. So the weather, I know the Midwest is getting crazy. No, where I was stranded during the pandemic, they got a foot of snow. Yeah, I know they were getting crazy weather. I think we blew it. I'm telling you, we blew it. We should have stayed in Vegas for one more week. (laughs) I don't know if I could handle a whole week in Vegas. No, I, I, I tell you what, I was so tired. And our both our flights got delayed, 
Mm-hmm. My first one was a disaster. I, I still am pretty pissed off. Don't ever fly American Airlines, people. <laughs> I told you that when you first did it. Didn't well, I? I know when I, but I, I, I can't get into this on the pod. That but we won't. I went through because you know I get taken good care of by the tennis people. Yes, and have for many many years. And I went through them, and, and I got a great price. I'm not upset about nothing. I, I, I stayed in a nice room, and, and but the flight, we, forget it. Anyway, Toledo, Ball State. Again, Ball State is a 7.5-point home dog. Toledo, it's a 155.5-point spread. Some of the places you can get 156, whatever. Go ahead. What do you like? Because I love the Mac. I, I You know what? I, again, I hate laying, but I think this is a game you got to lay points. You know, this is a good idea because Ball State is 7-1-0 against the spread at home this season. They are. Yes. Now, Toledo has done a pretty good job. Toledo is like 16-5 and overall. Against yeah, the but they're 8-2-0 against the spread as the away team. Right. And I think Toledo's a better team. I, listen, I played at Ball State. When I played, it's a tough place to play. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, again, both teams are fairly hot right now, which is kind of uh Well, it crazy, throws a lot of trick in there. Yeah. I think Toledo's won, what, 10 in a row? I think they have. Yeah, they're pretty damn good. Nine, They've won nine in a row. Their last loss was at Kent, Kent State. Yeah, well, they got me the other night. I played the under. I can't remember who it was now. I'm waiting for it to pop up. But uh, let me say this. This Toledo team. The other scored... day they played Eastern Michigan. Though. Right, that's the game they I played. Blew them the out under. by twenty. I blew, uh, I played the under and I got buried thanks to mm-hmm. Toledo. But <laughs> here's here's Toledo though. Just pay attention to this because you don't see this too often in the MAC or any really strong conference. Not to say that they're the strongest, but they've scored. Toledo scored eighty-two or more points in eight of their last nine games. And they're up against one of the uh, just a lousy Ball State scoring defense. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think Toledo, Toledo, you know, it was thirteen at home. Toledo beat them by, uh, you know, you look at Ball State's schedule. They beat the fair teams. They just got blown out by Ohio, who's second in the MAC right, right now. I believe yeah. Toledo's first in the MAC, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? And, yeah, uh, but they have a losing record. They being Ball State. Yes, and I'm saying, but Ohio, I'm talking about a second. Yeah, Ohio. They just good they just beat Ball State by 24. So at you know at Ohio, of course, but I, I'm going to lay the points here. I hate doing this. I hate playing against uh, uh, home dogs, but I think it's I think it's the right play today. Okay, you know what? That's fair because I don't give a crap about the spread. Anyway. <laughs> you know why? Because I like the total here. Now we're talking. And what I like most is this Toledo. Holy Toledo, do they get it done. Holy Toledo. The Ball State, there's 354 college basketball teams in Division One, and they're ranked 332nd in score in points allowed. Yeah, they're not a very good defense. No, they're not. And they only they score two points less. They average two points less than they give up, or two and a half, actually. And yeah, I don't think you can get away with that against Toledo, but you know what? 7-1-0 against the spread at home, that's a good play, but I'm playing the over because this is what's going to happen. This high turnover rate of Ball State, and they're like one of the worst. Let me see. I'll tell you what they're ranked if this page works. Oh, it did. They're 296 in the in the country with 14.19 turnovers per ball game. 
Wow. And they're going up against the Toledo Rockets team that averages, and I mean averages, 15.5 points a game off of turnovers. Mm-hmm. And they, but they give up. Toledo gives up a lot, though. They give up 15.9 points per game allowed off turnovers. They allow that many, but the problem is, is Ball State hasn't got that coming. They're not that good. So I think they cover. I think that's fair. But this is going to be one of those 95 to 80 kind of games. I think it could be, yes. So I'm going to play the over 155 and a half. And I ain't touching 156. So if you don't get 155 and a half, don't play it. Okay. That's I love what I'm it. Thinking. I love it. I'm going to take Toledo. I'm going to take the minus the eight. And, and uh, I hope they don't win like 86 66. That would right. screw you up. But, so you're uh, going to take Toledo now? You switch your pick? No, I said I was taking Toledo. I didn't like uh, it. Was, we rerun the tape, man. I, I had Toledo the whole time. I said I don't like taking against home. Oh, teams. right. I get you. But I, I, I am playing Toledo. I think they're the right play in this game. Yeah, me too. I would have done that too, but I didn't want to disagree with you on the pod. Yeah, all right, that's fine. But then again, I wasn't playing that one anyway. Uh, you I, weren't doing, I was going to say you weren't doing it anyway. Come on. No, I don't like to play. And then next week we got the, oh boy, Super Bowl action. Huh? What are we doing for the Super Bowl? Hmm. We got to figure that one out, don't we? I think we must, yeah. We got to yeah. call a uh, little brother too and get him involved. Yeah, maybe you'll all come out here and we'll uh, get some wings and uh, oh, hang yeah. out. And watch, uh, watch Joe Burrow get it done. I got to tell you, it should be fun. Great stuff today. So in conclusion, Scotty gave you a great horse today. The three horse in the fifth race at Gulfstream. Play it straight across the board, win, place, and show. And he gave you what he calls a long exacta, which means it's he's got the three horse, obviously. But you can box all that together with a two and the ten. And good luck today. Great stuff, man. You too, as always. Great as stuff. As always. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Phil Nason Show. You can find Scotty over at, on Twitter at Brookwood Camps, but I don't think he even knows where that app is, but I know <laughs> he's got one. So so anyhow, that's where you find him. And if you want to send your child to a sleepaway camp or take advantage of the numerous opportunities that arise at Brookwood Camps for your child to play sports or whatever, you can go over to brookwoodcamps.com. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. We want to thank PlayUp Sportsbook for Play presenting up. the show. That's PlayUp.com. Play Sign up, up for an account and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. All picks made on the Phil Nation Show are tracked at BetStamp.app. And don't forget the Wolfline Sports Trading Newsletter. We're off today because Wolf will be doing the Friday show with me. But we'll be back on Saturday. Until next time, you all take care of yourselves. Be good. And most importantly... Ladies and gentlemen... My mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. 